truly knocking and, 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 and asking in these divine encounters, I'm going to give the miracle to them. Then the Lord began to teach me a few things which I want to share with you in the next 15 or 20 minutes and then we will pray. Hallelujah. I have one hour 15 minutes, right? On the, the normal meetings is one hour 15 minutes, the, the Friday meeting. So I want us to turn our Bibles quickly to the book of Exodus, to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 14. And remember that this divine encounters, our, what we are using is what is on the, 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 the banner, Moses parting the Red Sea. Now, sometimes it's important to understand that some of these miracles don't just happen because God is involved. There is always a human component. For miracles to happen, it means that the human element has been fulfilled. The human part has been fulfilled. I tell my wife most of the time when we are discussing and talking about the things we are believing God for, let's do our part. As for God, he cannot be faulted. Do your part and he will do his part. Even if he doesn't, do it. Like the Hebrew boy said. They said, oh king, we will not think about this. Even if our God, whom we serve continually, they didn't say occasionally, even if our God, whom we serve continually, will not deliver us, we will not bow down to your images. So we must come to that realization that in assessing miracles, there is a part the child of God must play. And we are going to look at all this very, very briefly this evening. Hallelujah. So the, what the Lord said that you are closer to your miracle than your, you think. A miracle is experiencing, number one, God's deliverance, and number two, God's promises to you, experiencing them or seeing them manifest in your life. Hallelujah. I mean, it's, 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 also, it's a whole miracle for David to defeat the Philistines, who did not just come against him with military, you know, strength. They came with spiritual strength. The Bible says they came with God's to the extent that when they were defeated, they had to run away and leave their gods. I prophesy over somebody listening to me this evening. Those who are practicing all kinds of divination, enchantment, and necromancy against you, they will run and leave the things they practice behind in the name of Jesus. In this year of breakthrough, you will experience the miracle of liberty. You will experience the miracle of abundance. The miracle of freedom from pain. Unnecessary Necessary pain. Some pain are necessary. You know, we must understand the pain that we must accommodate and the pain that must not be accommodated. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, I prophesy over you. Any demonic entity who has been engaged to be waging war against you in the morning as the sun rises, any demonic entity engaged to fight you, I declare that the bright and morning star who is Jesus Christ will rise against that entity in the name of Jesus. I declare also any demonic personality, elements and tokens that are engaged against your life during the daytime. Say as the word of the Lord, the sun shall not smite you by day. Therefore, I declare that you are covered under the wings of the Almighty, under the canopy of the Almighty. We are praying you know, in the name of Jesus. So just receive it. I'm making declarations. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree whatever is used during the daytime to trap 
people. It will not find you. It will not locate you in the mighty name of Jesus. As the Lord has released his heavenly carpenters, they will raise a standard, a standard, a standard according to the word of the Lord in Isaiah 59 verse 19b. He said, though the enemy shall come in like a flood, by my spirit I will lift up a standard. I declare that the standard of the spirit and the standard of the craft, the, the heavenly carpenters and the heavenly craftsmen are raised over your life. Nothing used during the daytime against you shall stand in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are suffering because of tokens that have been engaged during the night time, the Bible says in the book of Micah that they plan evil on their beds and when it is day, they practice it because it is in their power. Lord, I declare over the church, over your people, everybody under the sound of my voice, tonight I decree and declare that by the power of the Holy Ghost, whatever has been engaged, any symbol or token, either family totems, whatever they are that are being used against us in the night season, they are destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus, they are completely destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, I declare by the authority of the word, you will no longer be a victim to tokens, to symbols, to the things of the elements of the world. I declare wherever your name has been summoned to be fought against in the night, Jehovah has liberated you. Any trap that has sprung out of the earth just because your name has been mentioned, I declare that you have escaped. You have escaped that trap like the bird escaping the snare of the fowler. You have escaped the snare of your enemies. You have escaped the snare of evil people, of unreasonable men, people who just get uncomfortable when your name is mentioned and want to be diabolical. I prophesy as the Lord gave up Jael and the people of Israel in the book of Judges, victory over Caesarea. You are also having your victory. I declare you victorious. I declare you victorious. No matter what has come up against you, no matter what has risen against you, for sayest the Lord, you are closer to your miracle than you think. I prophesy over you today that you will be injected with the spirit of confidence. You will be injected with the spirit of a warrior. You will be injected with the mindset of a warrior. You will be injected with the mindset of dominion. That you will not accept anything short of what God has promised you. I declare tonight that by the Holy Ghost that lives inside of you, that resides inside of you, you will be turn around to become a new man from today you will not accept what is not in the standard and the order of Jehovah in the situation over your life in the condition happening in your life which is contrary to what God has promised you I decree and declare that by divine injection you will no longer wail and weep you will no longer court satanic occurrences in your life by the power of the Holy Ghost as it is stirred in you, I prophesy that you are stepping out with aggression. You are stepping out with the warrior's mindset. You will no longer be a victim with that mindset. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
you are closer than you think. Closer to your miracle. Say, I received my miracle. Say, I'm expecting my miracle any day now. Any day now. I shall have what I need. What the Lord has promised. It shall be. It shall be unto me. It shall be unto me. He has done it before and he will do it again. He will do it again. This is my declaration. Hallelujah. You are closer to your miracle than you think. Exodus 14, 15. Now, you know the story of Exodus. The Bible says God eventually delivered them from bondage, paid a prophetic word, and the covenant he had with, I've heard men of God say that nobody has a covenant. Sometimes, I wonder what people read. We have. If we don't have, Paul will not talk about covenant breakers. And this is even in the new creation realities. You have. That's why you must be strategic. Relationships are covenants. Any relationship that benefits you, you look up to, and it benefits you, it's a covenant. It doesn't have to be bloodshed and all that. Once there is an agreement that, look, you will pray for me every day, two hours of your life. It's an agreement. I agree that any blessing God gives me, he will let it rub on you. It's an agreement. So don't be deceived. Of course, we have not shed any blood, but we are enjoying privileges by somebody's obedience. Hallelujah. Amen. So we must come to that place where we will fully understand and appreciate what God did in the life of the children of Israel. As at this time, God had performed mighty works. Say mighty works. I know that many of you, under the sound of my voice this evening, have experienced God's mighty works. But hear this. There is a mightier work coming. I said there is a what? A mightier work coming. They had seen the deliverance from the 12 gods of Egypt, Osiris and Co. All those judgments God brought, the frogs, the water turning into blood, were all judgments against the backbone of the Egyptian nation. They are gods. That is why when you read the chapter 12, he says, and God slayed the firstborn of both spirits, human and animals. In fact, the fetish priest, the senior fetish priest at that time lost his first son. The senior most spirit in the territory of Egypt lost the nest in line. That's what it means. And it looked as if God was done with judgment on the enemies of Israel until you enter into chapter 14. And something spectacular happened. I've always looked at this story as a necessity, like um, um, something that they needed to cross to get to the promised land. But here the children of God. If God said that they should just go to the promised land, they could have slept one night and woke up and they were there. The fact that the scriptures recorded that there was a sea to cross and the processes of crossing was described teaches us that, my brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter what the obstacle seems to be ahead of us. The closer the obstacle, the real the obstacle, in fact, the most, most visible obstacle are pointers that you are closer to your miracle than you think. Don't let the presence of obstacles 
obstacles put you to flight. Don't let the presence of obstacles raise doubt and unbelief in your heart. Anytime I'm declaring the word of God to you, you see obstacles that seems to be swallowing you, that seems to be challenging your faith, that seems to be challenging everything you hold sacred. It simply means it's a pointer, it's an indicator. It simply means you are closer. Say, I'm closer. I'm closer than I think. Yes, I may not be able to see my way clearly, but I know I'm getting closer. So the Bible says in Exodus chapter 14, as at this time, the people were on their way to the promised land. Then they came to a major hurdle by the instruction of the Lord. Listen to me. If God leads you, it doesn't mean you won't face challenges. The fact that it is God who led you to do something. That's, I remember one time, the Lord demanded of me of a certain sacrifice. And I was excited because of what I was expecting. Till today, that thing has not happened. But I did, this, I did it anyway. And it doesn't mean he lied. He will do it. Hallelujah. So when you come close to obstacles that appear unsurmountable, that appear so, so, so draining. Listen, child of God, there are things that happens that drains you. They drain energy from you. They drain your joy. They sap your energy. They, the Bible says they take care of your, your spiritual fervor and zest. Well, you are born again, like Don Moy said. You have not lost your faith, but you are, you can't pray. You, you can't worship. Because the circumstances around you, you can't explain. If you are there tonight, which I believe all of us are going through one major hurdle or the other, I came to announce you this prophetic word. You are closer to your miracle than you thought. Than you think. So as at this time, they were seeing, everybody was seeing the sea. And you can be sure, the doubters, when you read, you see that. Moses, what kind of route is this? It is not a river that we will cross over. It's a sea. A sea has only shore. It doesn't have a bank. <laughs> a sea is a vast wide water body which has no other side. It has only a shore. So, and, and, and some people have argued that the Israelites didn't cross the Red Sea. It was a journey, you know, that brought them. But listen to me. If it is God who created it. Like people believe there is a beyond the sea. God will take you beyond the sea. I'm also a believer. Hallelujah. Am I communicating this evening? There is a beyond the river. So the Bible says that when they got there, all kinds of emotions began to rise. Let's, 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 let's just read from the verse 13. All kinds of emotions. All kinds of emotions. Exodus 14. Verse 13. Okay. Let's take it from verse 10. Let's take it from verse 10. Exodus 14, verse 10. Oh, Jesus. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. 
So they were very afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. They did what? They cried out. Are we not crying out? In this divine encounters, we are crying out. And I'm bringing you the solutions to some of the things we are crying out to God for. Then they said to Moses, because there were no, or I love the King James, but just stay here, just stay here. He said, are there no graves that you have brought us here to die like vultures? Listen, in times of difficulties, when your faith is challenged, when your life is challenged, when whatever you hold sacred is challenged and God is still quiet, that is not the time to throw tantrums. That is not the time to be careless with words. That is the time to praise God. Be careful of your utterances when things are not going the way you expect. The Bible says life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Hallelujah. Amen. Then they said, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? I will ignore that statement. Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt saying, let us alone that we may save the Egyptians? May God forgive these people, even now. For it would have been better for us to save the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. It's a lie. It is better to die a free man, to be better to die poor but a free man than to die rich and be in bondage. This is how the Bible described Moses in the book of Hebrews 11, 22 to 26. Don't go there, don't go. Later I can read. He said, for he, he chose to suffer with the people of God rather than enjoying the fleeting pleasures of Egypt, which is for a season, because he saw him who is invisible. You need revelation. For the Egypt, and Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Let me just give you some few keys. How do I, how do I position myself to take the miracle? Number one, be fully persuaded that faithful is he who has called you, who has promised, and he will do it. He's not a man. Be fully convinced and persuaded. Be settled in your spirit that God is not a man. Number two, you need a revelation. What is revelation? I'm not talking about dreaming in the night and seeing goats chasing you, seeing cattle chasing you, seeing yourself flying. No. I am talking about your ability by the Spirit of God to see what is not natural to the eyes. Like when somebody is talking to you, you say, I see, I see. You are not seeing the pictures of what you say, but you are getting the impression. If you want to experience the miracle, you need to see the revelation. And the revelation I've taught you this evening is that the stronger the attack, the closer you are. I'm enjoying myself, eh? If you leave me. <laughs> so the Bible says that they got to that place. 
And because they lacked revelation, they were complaining. People with revelations don't complain. People with revelations don't look for shortcuts. People with revelation don't say negative things. Uh, this God we are even believing, is he real? He is real. I was telling my children, I said, look, even if God doesn't do some things for me, it doesn't change my convictions about him. One songstress said, even if he doesn't grant my request, I will keep loving him till the day I die. Hallelujah. So you need revelation. After the certainty of who God is, that he cannot lie, it is impossible. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6, it is for, it said by two immutable things, it is impossible for God to lie. It is impossible. It is impossible. He cannot lie. It is impossible. So Satan, after that, come to Revelation. The ability to see in your mind's eye, in your spirit, perceive, sisters, that you are who God says you are. Listen, sisters, your, your true identity is not when you are married. If you don't even accept yourself as a single person, God cannot add another person to you. Both sisters and brothers. You are unique. Number three. Pay attention to what God has given you as in a gift, a talent, a business, a trade, or you are working for a corporate company. Pay attention to it. There are many people who are not satisfied with what they are doing, not because they are in the wrong places. It is simply because they don't understand that God blesses what you are doing and not what you desire or dream about. It is what you are doing. He blesses the work of our hands. He gives us the miracle by what is in our hands. Some of you, you are working, you are HR, you know, you are managers, you are, you are supervisors, or you work in an office. Yes, pay attention to it and stop complaining. Some of us, we are having our own business. You are trading, you are doing construction, you are doing something. Whatever it is, from today to go, let me speak this English, pay attention to it. See, the problem we have, most of us, is that we are comparing our beginning to people who are almost ending. Manuel, if you reach a Tawale story, you will disqualify yourself. Ivan was telling me something, I don't know where he read it. He said, the guy had rebranded himself. That he was previously called something. He didn't hit. He didn't. Because as believers, we, the Bible says the righteous shall fall seven times. It doesn't mean you only sin. Sometimes your dreams will fail, but pursue it. Counting him faithful, pursue it. Counting him faithful, pursue it. Sister, you are believing God for a child. Yesterday, you just saw your menses. Just try it again next week, next month. You see it. Just, I mean, come to that point where you don't live in what you see again. You are consumed by what you are expecting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pay attention. So what is in your hands is critical. What you have in your hands. I'll continue this message on Sunday. Let me just end here. What you have in your hands, and I'm going to pay, I'm going to delve deep into that portion. Pay attention. Pay attention. 
As a young man, I was hungry for success. Look, that is why I am passionate about the things of God. And I didn't cut corners. Everybody who truly knows me, not those who think they know me, I've come into ministry. I'm a human being. I make mistakes. Everybody does. So stop pointing your fingers at me. I was hungry. But you know, when God lifted me up, it was what was in my hands that he used. What is in your hand? I am simply saying tonight, Sunday I'll continue. Pay attention because that is the key you need for the miraculous. Shall we pray shortly? Say in the name of Jesus, Father, I surrender my, my life, my will to you. Grant me that great conviction, that conviction that will settle me in who you are. Always acknowledging that you are not a man to lie. Neither are you the son of man to change your mind. Help me, O oh Lord. Help me, O oh Lord. Help me, O oh Lord. By the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Help me to be fully persuaded in who you say you are. Not just confessing it, but be grounded in it. In the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that from today, by the power of the Holy Ghost, you will grant me the ability to walk in revelation. The sight behind the unseen. The sight behind the unseen. Grant me that grace in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, tonight we declare that by the power of the Holy Ghost, you have released you have released the heavenly carpenters to, to terrify and to cast out, to terrify and to cast out the powers, the, the economic powers, the political powers, the sociocultural powers, the spiritual powers that are seeking, as are seeking to deny us, to deny us our praise and our influence. Oh Lord, let this powers be scattered, be scattered in the name of Jesus against this church, against my life. Scatter them, scatter them, scatter them, scatter them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless you.